This is Story and Rain Talks, the Story and Rain podcast. I'm Tamara, founder and editor in chief. After over 20 years in the fashion and magazine industries, I launched StoryandRain.com, a digital fashion, beauty, and lifestyle publication where we're bridging the gap between reading a magazine and shopping its pages. On this podcast, you'll discover the emerging trends and tastemakers that matter right now. As a catalyst for creativity and through candid conversations with our community of cultural arbiters, we're your resource for discovering today's most interesting people, projects, and products. And we'll explore the origins for game-changing ideas and careers. With our high-low approach to style and the belief that there's magic in the mix, we're going to inspire you to live your most stylish life. Ashley Longshore is a force. Her bold, in-your-face art is a true reflection of her personality. I first met Ashley years ago in Paris. Over lively drinks at the Hotel Maurice, I quickly became acquainted with her zest for life and love of fashion. The New York Times has since called her fashion's latest darling, and for good reason. She was once the official artist for New York Fashion Week, had a challenge built around her signature prints on Project Runway, had a restaurant built around her art at Bergdorf Goodman, and she's collaborated with a number of of-the-moment brands and designers, from Dennis Basso to Judith Lieber to Lingua Franca, Sprinkles Cupcakes, and so many more, perhaps most notably Diane von Furstenberg, with her vast collection of pieces depicting iconic women who have changed the course of history. Ashley is outspoken on Instagram and is known for the signature strong language in her messaging. Combining fashion and pop art, she's something of a young feminist Andy Warhol. On this podcast, we talk about feeling misunderstood, being an observer, how her ideas take shape, what she wears and how she sets her scene for creating art, the details behind her projects and collabs, the color scheme she starts and ends her day with, what kinds of things are capturing her eye these days, and so much more, including a long list of her favorite things from restaurants to dresses, hotels to lipstick. You can't miss this episode with the one and only, the artist, Ashley Longshore. Ashley, I am so excited to be talking to you. Ah, me too. You're, you're a true creative in every sense of the word. You're a pop culture fanatic. You're a strong woman with a voice. So we met in Paris a few years ago. Do you yeah. remember? We, you remember this, right? Or I don't know if you, you do. In fashion week, we were at Le Maurice. Uh, you were having, uh, were you having a margarita or were you having champagne like me? I was all champagne, my friend. Same, same, same. Yeah. same. That's I'm, probably our friend Kimberly McDonald. I could see her having a margarita. Absolutely having uh, a margarita. But yes, of course, I remember that. That was so cool and so much fun. And it was a lot of fun. I, I, I haven't been back to Paris for fashion week in a while and I'm like dying to go there. And I remember... We were at the Maurice, we were having drinks, there was lots of champagne involved. And like, number one, we had a great time. And number two, we were voraciously discussing shopping. And I have this like vague memory that there was like a handbag you were contemplating, like some sort of special bag or something you saw in a window. Like, I remember this conversation. God. Does that sound kind of familiar to you? I mean, that sounds like me on a, on a Sunday or a Monday. Uh Tuesday or any day that it did why or why not. Um, you know, I think I, I actually, I think it was a vintage store that had uh, yes. an HAC from 1946. Yes. Um, I actually went back and purchased and it was very like aged and, um, you know, I just, I love that energy and story behind it. So now whenever I like go on little weekend trips, I, I use that bag. Oh, I and love that. I'm buying it. I'm glad I fucking bought it. And and even if I had to eat ramen for the rest of the month. <laughs> yeah, it was a good, it was a good purchase. Um, and you were like, you know, when we met all those years ago, I don't even remember what year that was, but you were as vivacious as fashion loving um, and as over the top as your art persona then. And you've said that your collectors like to have a good time. And that's precisely what I remember about you. What were you like as a child? Were you born with a life's too short attitude? Yes, very much so. I got in trouble a lot. Um, I was extremely gregarious. Um, I got other kids in trouble. 
uh, I guess I guess I hadn't honed in my like uh, manipulative superpowers yet of like total wildness. But um, oh yeah, I, um, I I basically stayed in trouble. Um, but but you know, I mean, I think when you when you have a high spirited kid. You know, you, you have to be happy about that because you, you that's not something you can teach someone. Yeah. So I kind of came out of the, I came out of my mother's vagina kicking and screaming and yeah. fortunately not the sweet Southern belle that she wanted. <laughs> I was very much more a hell bell. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got in trouble for cursing when I was six years old. I retired two teachers. Um, <laughs> not Sorry. No, I know. I, I, there's a few that I would have liked to retire to. I, I, I was one of those kids that always got ta uh, caught talking in class, but I think it was kind of like my voice was louder than some other people. So I was always getting in trouble too. What do you attribute your confidence and drive to be and, and, to, to, and remain authentic? What do you attribute that to? Well, you know, I mean, I feel like when, when I, when I started painting and I realized, you know, shit, this is what I want to do with my life. Uh, I, I didn't have two nickels to rub together. Um, right. when, when, when you don't have any money, but you realize that you do have some talent, you don't have any room to not be confident. You don't have any room for fear or any of that bullshit. You got to grab everything by the labia and the balls and you just go after it. And, and I, I, God, it's such a beautiful moment when, when you get to a certain age where you go, you know, I am just me. I know I'm not perfect. Fuck, I'm far from perfect. But, you know, I, 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 there's, there's nothing I can be but me. So, and, and also, you know this, when I walk into a conference room in New York City and I got a bunch of executives and men, you know, I got to walk in that room, you know, they can smell fear. You know, I, I'm, I'm walking in there getting that money, baby. You know? I love that. I love that. They, they, think, they think they're big dick and my dick hangs down past my fucking knees. I like that. I like that. You just walk, you walk in that way. You, you set the precedent that way, right? Yeah. What brings you joy, Ashley? My God. Uh, laughter, humor, color, peace. You know, uh, when, when, when there's just a bunch of people that are enjoying something and not arguing and fighting and tearing each other apart, you know, I, I would say right now, peace and just, just artfulness really are bringing me joy these days. Putting on music in the morning, making coffee, you know, eating the little things. Eating cheese naked out of the refrigerator. I love I that picture. I love that picture. But like, I'm sorry if you've never done that. It's, it's like, uh, there's yeah. just, it's, 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 it is the little things. And I, I'm out here on my farm right now and I'm in my painting studio. Um, but where's uh, your farm, Ashley? It is just north of New Orleans in a place called Folsom. You like my bruised FUPA t-shirt? Yes. And the, uh, I'm looking at Ashley's t-shirt and I, I love all the, the chain, the, the pearls that she's, she's her, her Chanel pearls, of course. I'm so, I gotta wear pearls. Gotta throw those on. <laughs> but I woke up this morning and I opened up the doors to my bedroom and I've got all these camellias blooming and they're little cardinals out there and the cool air. And I got, you know, one of my dogs up in the bed with me and just enjoying that fucking moment. Um, I, I just, it really it is joyous, joyous moment. Joyous. And would you say that nature brings you peace? A lot. Yes. Yeah. So, when I was, when I was younger, um, when, when I was, at, when I was in college, I actually, instead of going to some big school with a bunch of sororities and all that stuff, I went out to the university of Montana and, um, <laughs> dated fishing guides. I love that. Hiking, learning how to roll the perfect joint, the joys of throwing a keg in the snow and, you know. Tipping cows. I don't know. I made that up. Yes. All <laughs> And, and I think my parents had gone through this horrendous divorce and I didn't know the woman that I was going to be yet. And I found a calm and a peace in nature that I, that I'd never really felt before. So mm. what I love is, you know, no matter what happens in my life, you know, sickness or health, richer or poorer, you can always go to nature and you, and you know, you, you know what you're going to get. So, yeah. And on, conversely, what brings you down in life? I think being misunderstood. 
Oh, I hate that one. That's a good one, Ashley. Um, uh, I think, um, my God, you know, I, I don't, I don't like strife and I don't like, I don't like watching people tear each other apart. Yeah. So, I mean, as we know, this year has been especially brutal for that. Um, you know, I just, I'm really like peace, love, happiness. Let's have fun. You do you, I do me. That's all great. I'm not trying to get in your way. Don't get in mine. Let's do this. We're united, man. Like, you know, Let's, let's just work hard and do what we do. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like, um, you know, I don't like being misrepresented, misunderstood. Has um, that happened a lot to you in your life? Like, can you recall moments of just being misunderstood? I think that's, I think that's a good one. I think that's, you know, I don't know. Some people are more misunderstood than others, but. I think when you're an artist and you're creating art and you put text, text over it and, um, you know, there, there's always room for somebody to be extremely subjective about their own experience. Mm. The thing about being a viewer of art, it's really not so much about me as it is about you. And so, mm. you know, there's always room for, for conversation with that. Um, I have a painting that says, Come Lord, um, that's part of these little dessert plates that I did. I did all these Mylar balloons and I have one that says pussy and bussy and wanker. And it was me in the middle of quarantine, just trying to create like a party in my living room. And I just got a handwritten letter from a woman that said that the Lord came to her and asked her to tell me that I should paint the Holy family and that Satan was talking to me. And oh boy devil made me paint come Lord and to remove it and burn it and to, to pr- like, <laughs> and Oh I'm, my gosh. That didn't have anything to do with religion. Yeah. Not at all. Right. <laughs> That's about her and not me. So I mean, oh, right. Right. I, I know where my heart is. Yeah. And this is a big question for somebody like you, but what types of things inspire you? You know, I love things that draw me to euphoria. I love, I think that's why I love uh, color so much and why I love painting huge paintings. E- even if it's of like a, you know, my traditional Audrey Hepburn series or Frida Kahlo, but there's something about those images that are very big and in my face that really, it, they're like idols around me. It, it makes me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. I, so, you know, in terms of expression and what I naturally do best, you know, taking my thoughts and then turning them into these, into this messaging, um, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really inspired by every encounter that I'm, that I, I mean, every second of my life leads to inspiration. Yeah. The issues with inspiration. Like and I, how, how exactly do your ideas take shape? Are you, are you a constant flood of ideas? I mean, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm wide open, baby. I'm looking for that. Yes. Yes. I think also being very aware that I am going to die. It, it creates a sense of urgency to be very open to what the world has to bring me. Um, you know, that's interesting. It's sort of like, you know, life. yeah, it's like the life's too short thing. But if yeah. you really drill in on that and you go, I could die at any minute. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, if, if we haven't all thought a lot about death this year, correct. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. It's, it's, it could be really depressing or it really can make you carpe the motherfucking DM. (laughs) And and I feel like uh, when I wake up in the morning, I'm fucking prolific as hell. I feel like I don't have enough time to do what I've got to do. I got to paint. I got to paint. I got to paint. And I just feel this like thrust of energy behind that. Um, because I guess deep down inside, I, I know, you know, one day I won't be here anymore. Yeah. But that's, a, that's, that's a, it's great to feel that kind of rush of excitement. How do you think you get your best ideas? Is there, is there, what are you doing? Where are you? Is there a, is there a thread to how the good ones come? You know, God, if I could figure that out and put that in a pill, I that's right. Having right. an interview on my Gulf stream right now. Um, God, inspiration is like trying to guess where lightning will strike. 
but the thing about it is if I'm out, if I'm outside and I'm looking for it and I'm aware of what's around me, then I will see the lightning. I'll hear the fucking thunder. The rain will touch my cheeks. You know, like you, you have to be open to it and looking for it. Like, so I'm not just an artist. I'm a huntress. And an observer, right? Oh, I'm sponging. That's what I do. I mean, and I that's why I love traveling so much. I can't just sit in the same fucking place every day. Right. I got to go to other countries and see how other women are living their lives. Do they have the same opportunities that I do? What are they doing to make their fucking skin gorgeous? You know, oh my God, the way they folded this napkin is incredible. I've never seen that shade of pink on a building before. Oh, you know, like th- these are the things that, you know, I need to stimulate my brain. I need other people. I need, yeah. need all of that external awesomeness, you know? Do you record your ideas anywhere? And if, well, how, how so? Tell me, tell me I get about idea. that. And I put it in my phone because trust me when I tell you, you will forget. <laughs> so you like the notes app on your phone? I use that a lot. Yes, I do. I use it a lot. And it's funny when I go through like the years and I see like ideas that I had three years ago, sometimes I, I have ideas and I don't know how to put them together yet. And I'll go, oh, fuck, now I know what I'm going to do. So, I'll, you know, it'll take That's me. That's great. So organizing the the notes app must be a little bit of a thing as well. Do you have it like according to theme or do you have it according to year or do you put the date down? You know, it'll usually be some, when I'm, when I'm scrolling through and you know, it's a grocery list and you know what a friend's phone number is or whatever. And then I go in and I see something like, uh, you know, she sucked a lot of dick. I'm like, okay, let me go into that. Those are my ideas. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like that would be a very cool piece of art. Like Ashley Longshore's notes app, like (laughs) the flow of Ashley Longshore's uh, notes app. What do you do when you're stuck? Are you ever stuck? Or are you uh, well, not you too know, often or early in my career, I would have ideas and then, and then I wouldn't, and I would be like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh, and I would lay on the sofa and it's like, I need an idea. Oh, maybe I'll paint that. I need an idea. Maybe I'll paint that. And when I realized, okay, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm suffering right now because I want to be painting. Why don't I just paint? that again but painted in a different way so that's when I started painting in these series and then in this rep- in this repetition that's so, interesting um because you know I I I love I love to paint more than anything it saved me from the world because I didn't know what I was going to do and when I when I found art and I started painting on my own I, I somehow or another built this fortress between me and the rest of the world, like a wall where I, I feel so safe in here. Mm-hmm. I feel safe around all my paintings. And fortunately I was brave enough to put that out in the world. And a lot of other people wanted to, wanted to be there too. So um, no, there, there's always something to paint. Yeah. And I talk to creatives about this a lot. I know that I need space around ideas in order to get them. I need time and pause sometimes for ideas to flow. What about you? Is it a constant, like I said, is it a constant rush or do you find that you need to slow down sometimes so the ideas will come to you? I have found as my, as my career, as I've been busier, that um, I, I used to multitask, 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 airplanes, airplanes, and then I realized, fuck, like I'm so far from being able to enjoy these moments. I do need to slow down. I've got to like time block a little bit more. And, you know, I think when you're broke as hell and you're waiting for your email to ding and you're in the middle of a painting and then the phone rings, you're, <laughs> cause you have a certain amount of fear of like wanting to be able to like pay your bills and like yeah. make it happen. Well, yeah. And I fucking love that. But I think too, you get to a certain point where it's like, all right, I got my rent covered it's all right if I wait three hours to answer these emails. I need this time for me. <laughs> so I have slowed it down a little bit to give myself more creative time for sure. Good. I'm a huge fan of color. I'm particularly drawn to strong color combinations. Are you like me, Ashley, that it can be hard to feel relaxed and settled in a stark white or bland space? I know for some people it's the exact opposite. How are you with that kind of thing? Oh, funny because my bedroom in New Orleans is black and I have all white bedding. 
And my bedroom at the farm is all white. I love to begin and end my day in a very neutral palette. Other creatives have mentioned that to me is that even though their creative world is filled with color, that they have a part of their personal world that isn't. But I mean, that being said, I do have art on the walls that has color in it, you know, but, um, but, but more subdued. And then, you know, you walk out the window and I've got floor to ceiling, you know, my art collection and, um, uh, God, yeah, I love color. God, like pink and red together. Fuck, you know, lilac and orange, you know, color combination chartreuse and fucking turquoise. Oh my God. God, like I'm like I'm getting wet thinking about it. I, I get I I love combinations of color. Speaking of surroundings, how important are your surroundings to you? Obviously, when you're working and creating art, what kinds of things do you need around you and in your setting in order to get into the flow? I, this is so funny. I do not like getting paint on my hands. So I've I've been painting all day. I cannot stand the feeling of anything sticky and wet on my hands. Anything sticky and wet, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I have to have my music. I have my. What is your music? I have Alexa. Um, this week I've been listening to Roisin Murphy, the new Kylie Minogue. Oh, that's really good. That's fun. Really uh, fun. Tom Tom Club. Um, and I've got some favorite lists that Alexa's made. So my music. Um, and then I just need lots of canvas, two little tables with my with my paints and my brushes. And that that's all I need to be happy. That's, that's amazing. Who, I'm very organized and I'm not, I'm not a messy painter at all. Right. So your brushes need to be where they need to be. And like at night, I clean all my water. I clean all right. my, I organize all my paint. Right. Morning, I'm like ready to go. I'm, did you ever see pictures of Francis Bacon's studio? Yes, I have. Oh God. oh God. I'm like, no wonder he was an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, um, you don't want to wake up to that. You want to wake up feeling like ready you know right ready Ready. yeah who and what is capturing your eye these days that's a big question Uh, my god uh you know i love iris van herpen am i saying about iris yep love um god hold on i just found this um incredible incredible mask designer not like covid mask but these woven masks beautiful um uh i've been really into like uh like furniture and um i mean i i really i mean i just you know i I love artists i love artisans i love um i love drag queens i love my friend ct i love um I've really been into that show. Um, um, God, oh my God, why can't I think the undoing? I, I oh, me too. I was actually, that's, that's another question I have for you. What, have you. what are you binging? That's a very visually pleasing. And- Directed by a woman. Yes, yes. Um, and I ju- I've, I've, I've actually gone back and rewatched the first and second episodes. Did you? Um, I, I, I love film. I, I, I love all of that. Um, actually, uh, I want to ask you, now that you said that, when we're having this conversation, are there films and other shows that you can think of that, that are inspirational to you that you watch strictly for the, for the fashion or for, this, for the production design? Um, okay. Did you ever see Velvet Goldmine with you? And yes. Me? Fucking love that movie. Um, I, uh, God, um, see why, why am i having such a mind but you life? obviously have that you look you you know there there are films and other like i you know i love how sofia coppola marie antoinette i, I yes. love ryan murphy i mean like the, the way that he sets the stage between color costume lighting it's it's so absolutely inspiring how, um, did you watch nurse nurse ratchet fucking right i did yeah. <laughs> yeah of course you did yeah I mean, horrific, but also uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So, yeah, um, yeah I, you know, I, I love all of those things. How did high-profile clients begin to find you, Ashley? You know, the Film Commission um, really started to take off in New Orleans about 10 years ago. I think the governor fucked all that up and took away their tax credits. But 
um, all of a sudden one day we started to have set designers and uh, celebrities rolling around the town mm-hmm. with a bunch of set designers. And um, I did the whole honeymoon scene for Twilight. I did all the artwork for that. And, um, you know, then one day, you know, I, I ended up, um, you know, working with Selma Hayek and, and painting with her and while she was filming and then, you know, legs walked in one day and it was Blake Lively and, um, uh, you know, and, and, and God, I mean, the coolest, nicest, most amazing, incredible, high profile people that I, that I, you know, that I had had the opportunity to meet that were just so uh, generous and very kind and loving in my career. So um, I'm, I'm grateful to New Orleans for that, for sure. Yeah. Explain your genius business model with Artgasm and how that came to be. Well, you know, I, I don't buy prints and I don't buy G-Clays and I, I see so many artists that, you know, their artwork might be three or $4,000 and they feel the need to make prints. And, you know, I, I, I do all my own marketing. I don't work with galleries um, for a reason because I, I like to know who my clients are and I like to keep smart lady. I like to keep hundred percent of my profit margins and have my own fucking company. But I just thought, how, how can I produce things for people that want some Ashley Longshore that is a reasonable price that allows them to get something really fucking cool that isn't like a print or a G clay. So I started Orgasm and the first gift they get is one of my um, painted palettes. And it, it uh, says what painting I was working on. And I thought, you know, how fucking cool is that? I mean, what, it's what is so it- cool. I'm it- like, why am I not signed up for this? It's very, very cool. What if you had one of Andy Warhol's like roller brushes? Well, I'm actually about to completely change the program and make it even cooler. Okay. So just hang on a minute. All right. I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on tightly. How do you accept members? Is there a way that you accept yeah. members? Right on my website. And I think it says Artgasm and you go right on there and you click and, um, and then you become a member. Perfect. Target and presents quarterly. Perfect. Um, how do you feel about Instagram and social media? You're a big presence on social media. Is it a love-hate relationship? Can it be hard to keep up with? No. I mean, look, I, lo- I love making posts. I love making content. I feel like this year in particular, it has been a very dark, horrible place of fighting, bickering, anger. But I, it, you know, it also says a lot about how frustrated people are. Um, yeah. I mean, I think shit's getting better for sure, but, um, yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I like, you know, unicorn farts and rainbows and happy and humor. And I, I don't want people fighting, uh, having a political battle under a, a painting of RBG. I, I just, I don't want that shit on my feed. I turn yeah. my comments off. I noticed that I was on your feed and I noticed I was like, I noticed that your comments were limited and I was so used to seeing people comment and people that I know comment and I go, oh, okay, something changed. She turned off her comments. I had to do it for a minute. It's not forever. I get just, it. Just for right now, man. Cause shit just, it just was a downer. It just, and it just was, people are just going nuts. You know, people were going down. Yeah. I think yeah. I you're think- so, you're so good at that content though you're you you've got you're really adept at creating social media content what i just want to you know when i did all that i'm like you know this is like a fucking magazine back yeah. when people were reading magazines you know it's like it, it, i i'm not i'm not making hate comments about every piece of fashion or why, why would they only why would they put that woman in that midriff showing top every body type can't wear that they're fat haters. You know, it's like, I, I, there doesn't need to be commentary about everything. And with social media, people that would be looking at, you know, auto lover and Vogue get crisscrossed into these things. And you've got people that don't want to see fashion that are calling it stupid and people that you don't want to see the engine of a car going, you know, this is, oh, how, you know, I don't know, trashy. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, the beauty of social media and the bad part of social media. I, mean, I think we're still figuring that out right now. Yes. I, I don't like the intersection. I, 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 I don't like it. It I, can I, get very, very weird and very intense. What was it like working so closely with Bergdorf Goodman? It doesn't get better than that from a fashion perspective, right? 
I mean, girl, having every window down Fifth Avenue, my art, loading the seventh floor, having my own cafe. It it was um it it it, it was an absolutely unbelievably incredible moment for a self-taught artist from Montgomery, Alabama. Absolutely. And the fact that I was the first female artist to have a solo exhibition after 106 years. I mean, that's um, quite an honor. That's history. That's history. And, 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 I, and I, I love that they're celebrating art and promoting art. And they see the value of that out of the marketplace. Um, I, the visual team there is unbelievable. Linda is so incredible. Um, I don't have anything bad to say about it. It, 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 it was unbelievable. They, they didn't let me curse when I talked about their brand on social media, but that's okay. So I, I have the hashtag freaking heck yeah. You know? No, I know that. I actually have a question for you all, all dedicated to that alone. Um, how long was that cafe open palette? For two years. And yeah. initially it was supposed to be uh, like eight to 13 months. So, you know, I, I was really, really happy about that. And we were slated, uh, April was supposed to be when it, when it was coming down. And then, of course, you know, everything shut down the beginning of March and right. then all hell broke loose and everything got restructured. And thank God our precious Bergdorf Goodman is still there. I was actually there a few days ago. And, you uh, were? Oh, great. Felt really good to be in there again. I bet. It was like family. And you created art for cupcakes with sprinkles. I did. And, and a portion of the sales were donated by your charity to scholarships for students. But my question is, how do you think your open-mindedness has served you in your work? From cupcakes to retail spaces and restaurants, it seems like there's no project out of the realm of possibility for you. Well, I mean, that's the beauty of art. I mean, look, you, you could show me a tampon and say, Ash, how can we make this thing cool? And I'd be like, bitch, we're going to put a pink string on that thing. You know? <laughs> Red and pink look amazing together. I mean, that, that, that is the beauty of art. And, I, and I'm so grateful for these corporations and people that, that want to do really special, amazing collaborations and not just try to fiscally take advantage of artists, but celebrate them with not only, you know, uh, press, but also, you know, money. I mean, look, I mean, that's what, that's, that's what it's about. The world needs art. The world needs artfulness. People respond to it. And so, um, yeah, I mean, God, I've, I've had a great time. Actually, I have a, a my second Judith Lieber collaboration drops tomorrow. Oh, it does. I was going to ask you about Judith Lieber. Yeah, that, that, that drops tomorrow. And we have three new bags that are so great. And talk about a great company to work with. I mean, artful, iconic, fun, happy, legendary. That is so hand in hand with you too. Like, I can't think of anything. They are like wonderful. They are wonderful. So just in time for holiday, right? Just in time for holiday. And I mean, look, I, I we may not have as many events to go to this, this holiday. I know. But like my family this week, we're going to get dressed up. I'm going to have a little Judas Lieber at the table on Thanksgiving, you know? I was going to ask you about your holidays too. I'm yes, excited to hear that. My quarantine, we, we got all dressed up for Easter brunch. We had our little clutches. I mean, you know, there wasn't anything in them, but, a, you know, a lighter and, you know, <laughs> lipstick. But, you know, um, I, I have my, in my closet, I have my little collection of Judas Liebers or, um, Gorgeous. Oh my gosh. I would love to see your closet. That's another thing. Um, to hang out in your closet. That might be a good place to have like a drink or two, just hanging in Ashley's closet. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I bought the farm during quarantine and I was here. Oh, you did? You bought it during quarantine. That's exciting. Yeah, because I, I had to get the fuck out. I had yeah, that's exciting. For five months and I hadn't left. And I, I you know, the mental weight of this thing has been heavy on everybody, obviously. Um, so, but I, I, you know, I haven't gone anywhere. I haven't done anything. So I've been here. I went back cause I had to pack for a trip. I open up my closet and I feel like I opened a time capsule. I, I wasn't one of those people that rearranged everything during quarantine. You know, I was trying to run my company 
and nothing had moved. Even my bag from when I had gotten back from my last trip to New York in February still had my passport in it. You know, it, it like, and I, I felt like I was looking at another life, like Moschino couture that I haven't worn yet. New Tomo kimonos that I had commissioned that I haven't worn yet. Judith Lieber bags. I haven't carried shoes still in their fucking boxes. Like I almost felt like I had gone outside of my own body and I was like, you know, like floating above this whole other existence. It was, it felt like I was looking at another person. Yeah. Yeah. And Diane von Furstenberg has long been a noted, a notable art collector. Right. And you created a collection of, I think it was about 37 works. More than that. In, in the fifties, it's still up. We're still collaborating together. We were yeah. talking. Oh, okay. So the collaboration is still happening. Yeah. yeah we're adding a Kamala Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Can't wait to see that. Um, so that was for, what is your impression of DVF is what I want to know. What do you think of when you think of her? I think of somebody who sets the example that working is an honor and that no one should be so entitled to not do so. Right. I mean, I feel like when you look at Diane and you think about her history, she didn't have to keep this company going. She didn't have to do any of these things. She could just be, you know, living a life of privilege. Instead, it's like, I want to do what's best for women. I want to get out there. I want to make this dress work. I believe in this brand. I love to work and connecting people and, you know, doing things and, and things that we should be doing in our life. You know, I, I just, I love that about her. I adore her. She's a mentor and a friend. I, I think she's just a fantastic woman and how long does do these pieces take what is your process like and at you know that's a lot of pieces right and so and you're still creating them initially i painted i painted the first 32 in in like two weeks <laughs> wow i mean I, I i was leaving to go on a trip to africa and and by the time we got everything all set up and we'd chosen all the women I, I mean, I, I had to motor, but I'm like, I'm not going to blow this opportunity. I'm not going to let Diane down. I gotta, I gotta just, I gotta, I gotta slay this. And so that's what I did. I had, I had a massage therapist in my studio. I had ice packs all over my wrist and my back. I was going to say to you, like, were you just 24 seven? Oh yeah. And you know what? I fucking loved it. I love wow. it. You'll never forget that. You'll never forget the moment when you needed to produce all that work. That's incredible. That's a great memory. Do you enjoy the process of putting a book together? You have two. Um, Judith Reagan of Reagan Arts, your publisher, was my neighbor here, actually. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Will you keep putting out books or do you like that process? I have another Rizzoli book that I'm working on right now. I figured that. Yeah. Can you say anything about it? Can I say anything? It's going to yeah, be like, can you give us details about the book? A little, a few details. It's going to be colorful and big, and there's going to be lots of amazing women in it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, no, I, I love Judith. She's a sassy Leo. She like is. Day before mine. She is. She's very sassy. Um, I really liked having her here in this building. We miss her here. Uh, you've so much amazing merch on your website. I love your emerald leather bag. I need that. You have candy dishes, you have great scarves, you have placemats. And honestly, there aren't enough interesting placemats out in the world because I've looked for them. I've looked for them. They're not there. And um, how do you put that collection together? Who do you work with? Because you have great pieces. Oh, thank you, Smith. Thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, and I'm so fired up for my holiday release this year. You know, it's to- not just merch. I mean, it's like merch. It's like great, great. It's good great. shit. It it's really good is. Shit. Well, again, you know, I, I wanted to create limited edition things that would, accru- that would accrue in value over time that weren't just another print or something, you know? So- right. I have these limited edition thought jars that are coming out for holiday. Thought jars? It's like my face on the front in a very artful way. And on the back, it would say like money for Lil Wayne concert. And then on the lid, it says get lit in my writing. Or there's one that says um, uh, vasectomy money, you know, like. uh, I love that. 
Yeah, I just, I, I just, you know, there are things that I would want to have in my own house. I have some beautiful placemats that are going to be like my, I don't know if you saw my Monette collection, my underwater flowers that are really beautiful. I didn't see that. I'm doing, I've got some great RBG decoupage trays. I, I have so many people that love the way that I, that I paint her. Oh, um, you paint her so beautifully. And I actually yeah. got an email from her granddaughter. You did. I, I'm not surprised at all. And uh, it was the greatest email I've ever gotten in my life. What, like, it was the, what did the email say? Can you give us a little paraphrase of the email? Yeah, she basically, she, she sees them in New York between Lingua Franca and the DVF. And she basically just thanked me for painting her grandmother in such a colorful, joyous way. Because most people saw her as very, um, you know, stern and austere. Bold. But, but yet she's just such a lovely, uh, colorful person. So she, she just, I mean, it was literally the greatest fucking email I've ever gotten in my life. I mean, you got to put that email somewhere, keep it, never get rid of it. Right. Frame it by my bed. So when does the, when does the new merch drop? December 2nd. December two. everybody. You heard that. Yeah. Um, do you have wallpaper and fabric in the works? You were a guest judge on Project Runway and your art was turned into prints. Like what about a full clothing or accessories line? I mean, I, I'd go into business with you. Like that has to be in the works, right? Okay. Well, first of all, I do have a wallpaper at Flavor Paper. That you is do? Yes. It's called Sparkle Puss and it's all my like gemstones and it's fucking great. Oh, I have to, I have to look at that. Yes. Oh, have I seen... It, you know, it was behind the There's No Crying at Bergdorf Goodman in Palette and on the entry. Right. Does it look like the emerald bag that you have, that le- leather? Those are in there. Yeah, there's like every gem. Okay, because I, I actually, have, I think I saw that in a magazine. So I actually know about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I have that. And yes, as far as fashion goes, I have been approached by some big brands. I bet. Um, I, I have said no so far because Why? I- well, because, you know, this is a career, not a moment, and I want it to be the right thing. Um, and, uh, but yes, I'm, I'm very excited to do more in fashion. I haven't made any more fabric. I loved the fabrics that were in Project Runway, and that was so much fun with Christian and Brandon and, and Carly and, and Nina and Elaine. I mean, they're, they're so great. We had so much fun filming. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there's lots more to come, you know. I bet, I bet. So you're just waiting for the right moment for, yeah, I mean, you're such an appreciator and you're so well-versed in and of fashion that that has to be right, right? That moment has to be right. My God, look, I love creativity and I'm still evolving as a woman and I love the idea that I've learned so much and now I have all these great friends in fashion and to really be able to do something that's, that's a banger, you know, when the time, when the time is right, especially when people are out and about, like actually out in the world again. So speaking, I'm going to actually skip over to this question because now that we're talking about it, you've remarked on the extraordinary world of fashion shows and the seating and the invitation process. One that I've, been closely tied to for years as a fashion editor you were the official artist for new york fashion week and then and you boldly remarked that you previously could never get a seat at a show it only took you achieving all these things like working with diane von furstenberg collaborating with bergdorf goodman etc what have you discovered most about the inner world of fashion and fashion designers now that you've worked so closely with many of them many of them and many retailers I love that you just have to appreciate the moment. And I love just as I'm painting and capturing my life, that these designers are doing the same thing in a very artful way uh, and creating ways of us to express how we feel on the inside, outside on an everyday uh, level. I mean, through my life, I can remember when my mom bought me this little purse that I wanted more than anything, or like a little pair of jam shorts. Once I had them, I just felt complete. So I, I love the idea that, you know, my, my friends are creating these clothes that just make people feel like their true self, that they make you shine. Um, you know, and, and I love all the like hustle and bustle and peacocking and, you know, getting all dressed up and feeling wild. I, it just, you know, the, all, all of it thrills me to no end. I love it. 
Pop culture and fashion inform a lot of your work. Um, how often are you consuming TV, film, and other aspects of pop culture? I mean, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of TV. I love TV. I just finished The Queen's Gambit, just finished uh, The Undoing. I mean, I think we've all been watching more TV than we normally would have like a year ago. But um, with Ryan Murphy, I mean, the artfulness of all of that. Um, uh, so, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, you know, my, my job is pop culture. So I, I, I love all of those things. I love music and film. I, you know, I, I love all of it. We talked about this a little earlier. You're, you're known for your extensive use of the word fuck on social media. How did that evolve to becoming one of your hallmarks? You know, because I was raised in the South and I was told that a lady acts a certain way. And I think I just got to the point where I worked hard enough to have enough money to pay for my own shit. I knew I wasn't going to suck dick for anything. I wasn't looking, you know, for some corporate cubicle job. What, what really defines a lady? And, and that's so much of my artwork. So what if I want to say fuck? I like to say fuck, okay? I'm not, I'm not putting a film of me fucking in front of you. It's a fucking word, you know, like, um, and I love it. And it's my way of being the ultimate lady. So put that fucking pipe and smoke it. (laughs) What are you enjoying most about your success? Oh, I think um, being able to give back to my community means a lot. Being able to inspire other artists to know that there's lots of different ways to have a lucrative career in the art world. Um, I think being able to, you know, take my friends out to a really fun dinner, being able to spoil the people that I love. I mean, that's great. I, I, I'm, um, it's, it's, uh, I also really enjoy that I've gotten to a point where I've been able to meet other really creative people that, that are mentors that inspire me. Um, because you know, I mean, I'm only halfway through my life. Yeah. There's so so much more to come. I need advice, you know? So, um, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel so lucky that I'm at a point in my life where I have so many incredible friends that I really love and trust and, and I feel happy. I feel happy. Would you say that that's been the biggest change? Has there been like a little bit of a shift to fulfillment and creative fulfillment and friendship fulfillment? And I mean, I, I think, I mean, I've always surrounded myself with good people. Yeah. I guess the biggest change is really not so much fear, not so much fear. It's more about being grounded and, and um, self-aware and, and being able to say, look, you know, like what Dita Von T said, you could be the sweetest peach in the world. There are lots of people that don't like peaches. Mm-hmm. That's right. Is getting so much press ever overwhelming? like social media does that ever get overwhelming but just getting so much press do you, do you feel like you have to be on more than you would like to or you love being on i like it but i mean you know look i've dedicated my whole life to being an artist I, i'm god bless all the people out there with kids running around and i know they're about to shut down <laughs> schools again Bless you all. I don't know where you get your energy from, but I love you. And I'm just sending that out to you. I mean, this is, this, this is my life. So, you know, when it's, when it's time to turn on, it's time to turn on. And I love yeah. I mean, I have a lot of energy. I feel like being somebody that likes to inspire, you got to share that energy with people. So. Yes. What's your advice to young female entrepreneurs or artists? Never be afraid to discuss money and what you really fucking want. Do not work for exposure unless they are working for exposure. Don't be afraid to ask specific questions about, you know, numbers and, 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 and the money being made with your name and your talent and what you're doing. Um, understand that failures are as important as successes, you know, not, not every day is going to be rain and money. It could be a fucking shit storm, you know, shit makes the best fertilizer, by the way. So, um, you really have to wake up every day, put your, you know, your armor on, pinch your nipples and smile and be ready for fucking anything. What know? kinds of things have you learned from failure? Uh, I've learned quite often that what I thought I wanted is not what I needed at all. 
Um, I've learned some patience. I've learned very much to be able to go, I was motherfucking wrong, you know? Um, I, th- I, think, I think ego is such a killer. You really have to learn um, to be open and go, oh shit, you know, I'm just doing the best I can, fuck, you know? Uh, so um, um, yeah, fa- failure, failure is important. It's imp- that, that's really when you get smart. I mean, it's kind of like if I told you a story right now and I said, oh yeah, I went out, we drank champagne, it was awesome. Or if I said, oh my God, I went out, I had new heels on, I slipped and fell in front of a whole fucking restaurant. Then somebody, you know, slipped something in my drink. I woke up butt naked in <laughs> front of my house and my neighbors woke me up. I mean, do you see what I mean? That's more interesting. And it's like, how did I deal with that? Right. Okay, we're going to close with our lightning round. And I can't wait to hear these answers. We talked a little bit about some of these. Describe your holidays this year. How will you spend them? What will they look like? Drunken. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, what do you guys do? Um, well, you know, this year it'll be like our little quarantine. My dad is actually driving here with my stepmom. Um, Exciting. On Wednesday. No, Tuesday. So, um, you know, we'll drink some wine. We'll cook. We'll watch TV. Um, I'll have lots of flowers. I like uh, reds and pinks. I love this. Okay. This is actually one of my questions. What is your favorite flower for your home? For right now okay okay orchids everywhere and again this is not my house this is just like my studio um orchids everywhere what um, color or colorful orchids white orchids well i have huge pots and some are white and others are full of like colorful orchids got it i don't have to think about it but then on my dining table i have all these bud vases and i set up altar candles and i pour a little champagne for my grandmother who's passed away and some other friends and i'll it's like a table of remembrance and i have little bud vases and i'll put pink roses and red roses and orange i love peonies right now um you know and in september it was sunflowers everywhere what do you paint in what are you wearing when you're painting Black, black t-shirts. Okay, so I have a t-shirt that says Bruce Fupa. Then I have one that says monotone comer. Then I have one that says vaginal dwarfism <laughs> that was inspired by my friend that was going to have sex with this famous guy, but her pussy was too small. <laughs> he called her elf pussy. So, you know, um, I always wear black t-shirts, black pants and pearls. Are you in shoes or are you not in shoes? You know, uh, half and half, I have to wear shoes because my hips, when I'm, I'm standing all day, it, it'll kill my hips. But what kind of shoe are you wearing? What's your painting shoe? Oh, my God. Okay, I go between like a, like a Nike, like a running shoe, and I have these awful fucking clogs that I got on Instagram. I was going to ask. I'm, I mean. <laughs> Tell them. No, they're so good. <laughs> Ashley is showing me. Like a mar, I don't even know how to explain it. It's a textured rubber clog. They look like golf balls. They looks like oh, they are. They're go- They've got texture to them. They're yeah. like golf balls. My girl, they are comfortable to paint in. Yeah, I've been wearing a lot of clogs around the house as well. Speaking of shoes, favorite shoe designer Brian Atwood. Yeah, gorgeous. Go-to lipstick and shade of lipstick. A uh, Clodopo Red. I don't have the number on me, but uh, Clodopo Red. Okay. Speaking uh, gifts, do you wrap gifts in Ashley Fun and Flair, or do you just have them wrapped? No, I put them in like an Ashley box. I put fuck off ribbon all around them. Then I'll put like a little tote bag and stuff it in there. Like it's got to be big and over the top. Where is this fuck off ribbon? It's on, it's on my shit that I send out when people buy crap for my holiday sale. You sell the ribbon? No, you get it when you get a present. Oh, okay. Just reserving that one for the special present people. Do you burn candles? And if so, what candles do you burn? Besides okay. your, your, you know, the, yeah. My friend Eric Bluterbaugh has the most incredible motherfucking candles. I love his candles. And yes, I have, when I go back over to my house tonight, I will light 40 candles. Like scented candles. Well, no, I'll have like little votives, but my friend Eric Buterbau, his line of candles. His line. Oh, Eric's, Eric's line of candles. Okay. Of Who makes the best dresses? Oh, 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 oh. I mean, look, my friend Christian Siriano knows how to dress a woman. Very true. Um, 
you know, I love Tomo so much. I wouldn't call that a dress, but I feel so much like myself whenever I wear that. But let's not undermine my buddy, Dennis Basso either. Because yeah. Dennis, Dennis knows how to dress a woman. So yeah. best hotel in the world. Oh my God. In the world? Um, okay. One of the best. One, one, let's change it to one of the best hotels in the world. Okay. One of the best I've ever been to was the Oberoi in Jaipur gorgeous travel destination that's at the top of your list right now uh marrakesh top three favorite restaurants okay um uh indochine um uh saffron in new orleans and um oh my god we need one more uh, see my man can cook so like oh I that's nice too what is he what is he cooking for you Right now he's cooking some gumbo. Like the man. Uh, he's, and send, he's a, some, send some to New York City. Yeah, um, oh God, God, God. What's the other one? Um, what's your favorite city? What, what, what are some of your other favorite cities that you travel to? I mean, I love Santa Fe. I love San Francisco. Santa Fe is so gorgeous. I could t- look, I could tell you something great about every city I've ever been to. Good. You know? Okay. All right. Well, those are two restaurants. That's fine. Favorite snack? Uh, God, you know, I just got these little mini chocolate chip cookies that are from this place called J and K chocolates in Dallas. And they're like the size of a pea. And every one of them has a chocolate chip and it's just barely covered in the cookie. And it's, so it's, it's just like a, like a little, like a, just like a little bite. Like a little snack. Yeah, yeah. But I don't keep any fucking snacks in my studio at all. Cause it's a problem now. Right. Right, I would think. Yeah, that could be. And what are you binge watching besides The Undoing? Well, right now I'm like Lady of Deep in the Crown, you know. The oh, Crown. Okay. Yeah, I need, I need to get into The Crown. I'm, it's on my list. Uh, it's the depiction of Diana and Charles. I, if you're a royal person that like loves that, you will love it. Yes, I know. It's so beautiful. I mean, Helena Bonham Carter. I mean, come on, you know. Yeah. yeah. What have you been wearing most during the pandemic? Has your look shifted? I've been porky pigging a lot. <laughs> you know what that is? No. Porky pigging is when you just wear a shirt, nothing else. <laughs> oh my God, I did that yesterday. I was walking around in just a t-shirt. I, I, I have never, because you know, when I was in New Orleans all the time, I would not wear these fucking clogs. I had to dress up. I put on like my Rick Owen sneaks. I put on a crate, like a Libertine jacket. You know, like I would like to judge it up. Girl, I don't even have a bra on right now. There you go. I mean, I have t-shirts and clogs and track pants, you know? What three things or so have helped you power through the pandemic? What have you been relying on? My dogs. um, My friends. Fucking hope and optimism. Not watching television. Not watching the news. um, Art buying art, supporting artists during this, creating art, um, you know, the, the people that I love, um, yeah, nature. What are you looking forward to doing most once the pandemic lifts? Oh, I'm going to plan the damnedest trip around the world. I'm getting on a motherfucking airplane. I'm, I want to go fly across the pond. I want to go to London. I, I want to go be in Rome for three months. I want to go back to India. I want to go to the Maldives. I want to go to fucking Marrakesh. I want to go to Australia. You know, like I want to go to fucking Canada. Fuck it. I want to go to fucking Topeka, Kansas. I want to go anywhere, you know, traveling. <laughs> Dream client. Do you have a dream client? Do you have anyone who's like, oh, I want them to look at my art. I want them to see my, you know, I want. I mean, for me, every client is a great yeah. client. Yeah. I can't believe I get to like make art and sell it. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but I really fucking. It doesn't. Um, God, I used to say Beyonce all the time, but well, I'm not supposed to say that because I signed the NDA, but there you have that. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> um, Let's see. Um, you know, I would love to do something with Richard Branson. I would love to do something really artful for their space program. 
Um, I think that that would be so much fun to design a, like a really cool plane in a fleet right now that kind of brought back that old school mod, you know, flight attendant, red and pink, very edgy mod kind of like, let's chic this fucker up. We know we've got to be safe. We know we've got these masks, but like, let's create a plane that's like just really like part of the experience, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. What's next, Ashley? Do you take things moment to moment or do you have any specific goals in mind? Oh, there's some stuff happening. Oh. Yeah. All right. Give us, give us a hint. Give you a hint. I don't know. Emma, how much am I allowed to say about what we're doing in, uh, in uh, you know, like the, the, the Zooms and shit that we've been doing? Nothing. Oh, I'm not allowed to say anything, but it's All super... Right. And it's animated. Ah! Okay. Well, we got a little something. Ashley, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being on the podcast. And I'm going to see you on Instagram live very soon. I cannot wait. Thank you so much, my friend. It was a pleasure. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.